Hey everybody, what's going on? This is McEnroe. This is the Peanuts and Corn Podcast uh, episode, what are we at? Episode 4! And I am joined with my good, good friend Tyler Sneesby, a.k.a. DJ Honeycut, a.k.a. Boba Yo. Fat, the Booty Hunter, a.k.a. Yeah, lots of, DJ lots of Sasso. We'll have to, yeah. Can you say Lord, a different Lord, name after Lord every Fader. song? Yeah. You think you have enough? Sure. We'll give you some time. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got all sorts, yeah. How are you, how are you today, Tyler? Jokes. I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, I'm feeling good. That's good. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining me. It is good. It's uh, the weather is it's a beautiful week in store for us, so I'm excited about that. And yes. um, you know, we may be getting back to work in the near future in my industry. So that's I'm not sure how I feel about it. I'm not in a rush. Things have been okay, and you know, I'm really having fun with music, so I'm not in a rush. But we'll have to see. Take it as it comes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, so we're going to hang out and um, we've each picked five songs that I want to talk about today or that we want to talk about today. And, um, you know, we're focusing on your work as a legend and as my partner in crime for <laughs> so long and as mm-hmm. a founder of the label and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get started right away. I want to start early on with one of our first recordings. Um which is a beat I think you constructed. So let's listen to it and then talk about it. This is called uh, Space Parts 1 and 2, and it's by Farm Fresh. Mm-hmm. 
cheaply hip Nah, they probably listen to Mandrill Fly off the handle Never know Barbara Mandrill I slam well Bugger moving at light speed on me All the aliens want to breed with the earthlings But first things first, I'm thirsty We're hungry, I need a space sandwich again who was space gun who was space gun uh, space gun was robbie mcgregor and darcy cleveland um your your roommate uh, that was that <laughs> was that but you live with at the lady adele um robbie and robbie and darcy had not no no inclination towards music and certainly not towards rap music they were just pals of ours they were just two weird guys and there was a club called Utopia that was on Sherbrooke Street in the basement. The building is still there. It's only about a, a block away from from my bar, the Goodwill Social Club on Sherbrooke, just sort of a few blocks south or half a block south. And um, there was this bar called Utopia that I think DJ Dav might have mm-hmm. been booking. So he booked us there. Yeah. And, and it was... And it was a very weird gig, and we only really played to our friends. And and I don't know if they pitched it to us. They're like, we have a group, or something <laughs> like that. Darcy or Robbie, and Robbie is like, uh, I mean, I don't want to put Robbie on blast, but the best way to describe Robbie is he's sort of like a Mr. Bean-looking guy, like a very, very like nerdy, quiet, shy guy, but very, you know one of my dearest friends and old, oldest friends and really great guy but uh, but they're like we have a group and we're called space gun <laughs> and 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 so they're like can we open i don't know maybe they even pitched it to us or maybe we knew but it was i don't know it was an inside joke or something all i know is that we decided that space gun was going to open for us and so the show show night was at the this this little club called utopia yeah and Darcy and Robbie get up. Uh, it wasn't even, I don't think there was a stage. It might have been like a platform or something. Uh, but they get up on, in front of the microphones and just start making laser noises. That was their, <laughs> that their, was their, their opening their, set. That was their set was pew, 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 just making laser noises for a few minutes. And that was their set. They didn't, they didn't play any songs. They didn't have any, you know, they just made laser noises for a few minutes. And that was, <laughs> so in that song, when you say props out to space gun, opening utopia, making the place fun, you're giving a shout out to, uh, to, uh, to right. space gun opening for, opening now, for us. Now I remember. Yeah. Um, and now I wanted to talk about that beat. Cause I think, I seem to recall you putting that beat together maybe with the sampler we bought or I bought. I, um, it was or, put together with the Gemini. Oh, right. On, on a four track. Yeah. Right. And then we rebuilt yeah. it. That's right. So, so yeah, I mean, Farm Fresh, Farm Fresh for the first, you know, Cole's Notes, Farm Fresh for the first year or two performed all their, for their first year or so performed all their songs on... Uh, uh, live with pause tapes and so all our beats were made with pause tapes and 
then we bought ourselves the first our first sampler was like a $300 uh, DJ sampler which is basically an 8 was a Gemini 8 bit you know you it's got a big button on it and you tap it to start the start the sample and you tap it again to stop the sample but it had like a plus I think it was plus or minus 50% like you could really slow stuff down and yeah. really speed stuff up with it. Yeah. but but um, so we could just you know loop anything we wanted and it, and then lay drums underneath it and then we would still do a positive but at least it gave us a freedom to, to, to sample more so stretch or yeah and um and um yeah so i mean you were living in winnipeg and you probably even had the so one already the akai so one which was our first real sampler yeah. um yeah, and that we made the, the the first record on, um, but I still back in Brandon still had the old Gemini SO1, and I had a four track, right? And um, and I remember making that beat, those beats, uh, which was essentially just a uh, space part one is is a a, a bar from Herbie Hancock solo and Red Clay slowed down nearly 50 percent like it's slowed down hella yeah. a lot and, and then the part two is 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 a, a bar from the baseline like from ron carter's solo but i remember and right. so that was that was space that's what i made i made space part one using those two samples and then the uh i think i used the the spinning wheel lonnie smith drums and then i just also on the same four track on the fourth track of the four track i looped up mandrill and that became space part two over the same drums and then when we remade it well when you remade it for the actual recording you changed the drums and you added the the chimes and stuff and i think we couldn't in retrospect i feel like for the life of us we couldn't find the bar of baseline that i had used in the original version so we ended up using Oh, really? a different a different bar right but yeah that that song was originally made just with the gemini 8-bit sampler on on a four track that yeah that i that i had at, at my place what were we thinking doing the song about space what do you remember <laughs> why did we say hey we need to write about being abducted by aliens i think it was uh, pat was quite obsessed with 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 space at the time Rex right. Kid was really obsessed with space at the time. He was really into X Files. Um, I think maybe even I think maybe even you were. I don't know. I don't know, but um, I could be wrong. But I think Pip, Pip was certainly into into space aliens and X Files. Like um, Pip was doing um, um, graffiti around Brandon and a lot of his his. Um, a lot of his uh, themes were, were space, space related, and stuff. And of course, Pip drew the drew the cover of the space EP. Yeah. That's his draw, drawing of the of the uh, the alien and the milkman outfit. Because um, milk the a milkman was our our sort of um, un, unofficial logo, I guess, was the farm fresh. We had a we had a T-shirt that that, that featured a uh, and stickers that featured a milk truck with end. So, that was, so, so the theme was carried on with Kip drawing the space, space, the space alien wearing a milk, milk man's outfit. But, right. But yeah, I think I think he was the one who brought the, the who was really heavy into the space stuff. So. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, 
All right. Conspiracy Let, theories. Yeah. Things like that. Well, that yeah. I thought, I thought that was later. I thought it was more an innocent time where it was like, maybe it he was be, into yeah, X-Files and he was weird to that lock together and all that. And then it just, things evolved from there and, yeah, and then, got yeah. into Nexus magazine and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay. So you have an excellent memory and uh, as the readers can, uh, here with your description of that song so the reason i picked this next song and we're kind of going in order of publication uh for, for lack of a better plan um the reason i i wanted to play this song was because i want to remember more about it and i just want to reminisce about this song is a bit of an oddity because i remember making it in toronto or at least making the bones of it in toronto when we were hanging out at the with the rio statics at their studio Mm-hmm. Um, so let's play the song and then I kind of want to, yeah, I want to know what you remember and cause you can definitely paint a better picture than I can of, uh, this particular track, which is called Tree Hearn featuring Martin Tielli of Rio Statics. So let's listen to it. some industry log and timber and I'm seeing oxygen levels decline from 10 to 9 to 1 decreasing pine you picked a fine time to leave me but I came poking hardest thing you ever did was try to quit smoking are you joking bring my walkman to the bar second hand need a miracle mask for all the star it's been provoked sending bombs like Don Kirk hits palms peace fills my movement I'm for food not bombs bringing moods similar to when my grandma received funds for all timers her term to rest but she still runs shit now to win and pass the 2000 islands I'll be hopping re-estatics for your housing straight from the core to the outer sleeping on heaven unseen getting sights and so my eyes they grew seven are you crazy you really can't afford all those specs into the rock marathon and try living off the text gather round pull out your pocket for the lint conditionment sleeping straight down low surrounded by tent smashing together like a staff some things just make me laugh a while since my side split writing rhymes and making crafts the only gas station I support deals with Recording got rhymes stowed away like a legal boat boarding. It's rewarding when they grab the mic for personal enjoyment. 540 ain't enough. Let's transfer this into employment. Where the business side stayed, live close, have the rent paid, disperse like police raid, and leave you pepper sprayed. Thought, then towels get tossed in Southern minds, I'm lost in Folks by the dozen Gaining too 
much soul from our American cousins Well, examples of my point on the choice of McDonald's No and Ronald, not Johnny Now we're upon it Rock, or should I say Canadian Shield Do not yield, use your mind instead to level the playing field Yes, can I get any more emphatic Working with the real static Now we got you flipping like an acrobatic My name is Rod, I'm from the group Farm Fresh And it's the music and the art making Canada best should have done a seven inch for that when we said we were going to we we should have and we could have it could have been a split with uh with rio Sadics because they have their own version of that song right i haven't listened to that in a while and Gosh. i think it's called something trance which is what you are referencing in your in your lyrics and i think you say, you say the name of the song in your lyrics. Mm. You it's know, all coming back to me now Spring trance, spring yeah, they have their version of it, but people can hear on the. Uh, they have a record out called the Nightline Sessions. Right? Nightline was a, um, a CBC radio show, and uh, um, and that's that's our version of it called Treehorn, or as it's pronounced by the locals in in that Manitoba town, Treehorn. Really? Yeah. Oh, Treehorn. So. So they what, say, do you, what do you remember? There's about? no two E's. There's not two E's in Treherne. So it's Treherne. Treherne. Gosh. I'm sorry, Trehernians. <laughs> so what do you remember about um, the recording of that? I think we recorded it at home, but we built the whole beat and did the thing with Martin in Toronto. At, at, at the gas station, which is the, uh, the studio that they were recording uh, yeah, so I guess maybe uh, so we had become friends with Rio Statics 
um, Rita Starks became fans of ours. We were already fans of theirs. Uh, we were fans of uh, Pip and I certainly were big fans of Melville and Bell Music. And then, and then someone sent them, uh, Sean Carruthers, a friend of ours from Brandon, sent them a copy of the Space EP and they became and they, they enjoyed it. They actually, as a matter of fact, they were they were they were um, playing it before their live shows. They were on tour with Tragically Hip for another roadside attraction, and people were coming back from that concert in Winnipeg saying, "Hey, you know, they're playing the Space EP on a big PA," and you know, and people were like, and so we became pals with them. We went out in the fall of it, '95. Uh, we went to Toronto and did a week's worth of shows with them. We were kind of just swept up in this whole Toronto scene, and it was really a you know, real remarkable experience. With, um, um, for us, and then the following year in '96, uh, they were commissioned to do uh, the 75th. It was the 75th anniversary of the Group of Seven, and they were commissioned to do an album and all of these live performances. Now, the album they recorded with um, Kevin Hearn from Bare Naked Ladies. He did the, the, the album. If you've ever listened to it, has a bunch of samples on it old samples from um, from interviews with one of the surviving members of Group of Seven and, and just whatever, just a bunch of um, audio components to it that, that were um, and uh, Kevin was the keyboard player from Darren Lanes, but he had got he got sick, I think he had cancer uh, and so they, for these live shows um, they replaced Kevin with Bob Wiseman on keyboards and with you and I, with with McEnroe and I, on stage we were doing these shows. We did we did some at the AGO in Toronto, and we did some a few months later at the at the Vancouver Art Gallery. And so while we were in Toronto, so this would have been I want to say March of '96. Um, we did some recording with them at the gas station studio in Toronto, and I appeared on their album. Uh, the album that was called The Blue Hysteria. I, I scratch on a, a song called Fat on The Blue Hysteria. So we spent a lot of time with them in at the studio at the gas station. And because we, you were triggering these samples live on stage, you had brought the SO1 with you. And so you were doing... Um, I had my turntables, of course, because I was performing. I was DJing on stage with them. And you, were, you were triggering samples live on stage with them. And so we had our gear with us. And so we were in the gas station and I remember you played that upright bass from that part. I think you played it. Yeah. Um, there was an, up, an upright bass in the, in the, um, in, the stu- in the studio that you played. Actually, I think, and I think a guy named the subliminal kid who I don't remember. Tim. Yeah. Tim Mack, I think. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I think he, he might've played the, he might've played the bass. I'm not sure. He played something oh, that on could that. Be. I think he might. Have, I thought he might have played the guitar because he was their, their their guitar tech. But but that guitar seems pretty pretty um, simple. Yeah, it be, sounds like my you know. guitar. It sounds like guitar I would play. Then I think the bass might be him. Yeah, yeah. So that's 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 right. Yeah, he's he was their guitar tech and he was around. And, and I think because um, uh, but you know, the guitar. Martin's vocals and the guitar are, are playing singing the same melody so maybe you played the guitar based on his on his vocal melody I believe so I, I think I did the guitar yeah. back at back in 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 Winnipeg yeah yeah 
Yeah, so that was a pretty, I mean, rheostatics, that was a, a, a really remarkable relationship. Um, um, like, thinking back to Space space Part 2, I remember during that, we did, uh, they did, uh, during that week's worth of shows, like, we were playing, we were playing, we played five, five or six nights, you know, we played seven shows in six nights, I think it was, we did a matinee and then a second show on the Saturday night, I remember, and I remember near the end, and, you know, like, the people who were coming to those shows, I remember it was like all the kids in the hall were there, and their naked ladies, and all these Toronto people were there, and we were, you know, this would have been 95, so we were, we were, you know, 20, 21 years old, and uh, we were just so swept, swept away with how amazing it was to be playing these shows, and we were hosting Rap City during while we were there, and it was just a really incredible week, and near the end of the week, they were like, don't do Space Part 2 in your set tonight. And, and we were like, oh, what the heck? They're like, you're going to come up and do it in our set because we've learned it. And they, you know, Rheostatics are, are, are known for their vocal harmonies. And so they learned Space Part 2. They learned the mandrill loop. Like they sang these lovely harmonies, all of them sang the like they sang all that. They learned it all. And we were just like, we were trying to perform the song, but we were just like turned around, like listening to them sing our beat, like and how crazy that was, you know? And the other crazy thing about that final show was that Tim Besley, who was like the most chill, quiet dude of the group, was like I've written a rap song. I've written a ver I've written a verse for Duck Duck Goose. That's right. And of course, um, we must have had the we must have had the sampler with us then as well. We, we did, yeah. We, we had to, we built a new instrumental because yeah, he wrote like a forty eight bar verse. He wrote like a massive verse to Duck Duck Goose, and so you went back to the apartment that we were staying at and resequenced a, the beat for him and he rapped uh like he wore a yeah i remember we have a, we have a picture of him with pips expo's hat on backwards like he was like a rapper and he rapped a 48 bar verse about how great the week was and how much he liked us and we just, <laughs> <laughs> it was really it was really special I mean, yeah. for us because we were because we were fans and and you know we're, we're friends with all those dudes to this day like i went and saw them in edmonton this past july and hung out with all of them their new record is fantastic and yeah and that week we didn't we also hang out with doc who ended up producing estero yeah um he, he was at a bunch of those shows and hanging out yeah, and was it? Yeah, no, I was thinking, no, maybe I'm getting Canadian Music Week and, and stuff like that mixed up. But yeah, um, we, um, yeah, we we were really, we had a lot of really remarkable experiences that week because um, we made a lot of fans for sure. We made a lot of connections and that was really crazy. And then, of course, yeah, and then coming back the following year, and doing those tour, and you know, we toured the West, out West with uh, with Rio Sadics and played shows in Vancouver and Whistler and with Bob Wiseman and, and them. It was, a, it was a really pretty special relationship. Absolutely. I knew you'd remember better than me. Okay. 
um, so now let's move on to jump forward in time. That was, you know, that was approximately 96, I believe, the Treehern stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then this next song jumps forward to 2000, 2000, I believe we released the park like setting school day two, garbage day four, a track, uh, an album with a lot of tracks, a lot of tracks. I think there's like 20 something tracks, which there's nothing wrong with, right? Um, but uh, no, this no. song is called uh, Public Speaking 3, and it's your solo joint. So let's play it, and then you can tell us what you're thinking. Okay. Well, as I was saying, the, the four elements of hip hop uh, uh, take dedication, uh, integrity, and, 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 well, talent, and, and uh, uh, create. You know what? Uh, let's let's forget all about that stuff. There's there's lots of room in the hip hop industry for people who aren't creatively inclined. Record company executives, for example. But that's a job that may take a business degree from a community college. By the looks of things, uh, most of you will will be lucky to graduate uh, high schools. So let's uh, let's concentrate to today's seminar on, on a career where those who aren't creative or overly educated those who are the exciting career of hip-hop promoter now i see the looks on your faces you're saying whoa slow down promoting looks like it takes a lot of hard work well if, if i was talking about rock and roll or, or, or country and western promoters I, i'd be inclined to agree with you but but we're talking about hip-hop promoting and, and the, the job requirements are less stringent than you think uh, for example um you there in the uh, gold um, uh, what uh, what was your name? Um, uh, Jub Jub. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Jub Jub. Uh, I'll I'll bet you're a ladies man. Are you? Am I right? Come on, are ya? Girls, is Jub Jub a ladies man? Haha, <laughs> I thought so. Okay, Jub Jub. So you like to talk up the ladies, and you obviously like to dress up in expensive clothing. Am I right so far? You see. You're already two-thirds there. All you need is a handful of flyers, and you're a hip-hop promoter. That's all it takes. You see, there's no need for any extra work, such as booking a PA, or hiring security, or even asking the performer to play your event before you put their name on the flyer. Why, sometimes it's even enough just to tell your friends you're a promoter. See, unlike the four elements of hip-hop, promoting takes inconsistency, apathy, ambiguity, strong disorganizational skills. So get out there, sell some tickets to a show that may or may not happen. And remember the hip hop promoter's motto, the first 50 ladies get in free. Savage. <laughs> Still applies today. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> I remember back 20, in the day, it was, 20 years later. it was so much sketch. I guess I don't oh, yeah. go to the show, so I don't see it anymore, but. Yeah, obviously. I mean, uh, around that time, I was working at, uh, well, around that time, I was working at Sam Recommend, which ironically is a job that uh, I took. I took your job from Sam Recommend. I didn't take it, but I, uh, I, was, uh, I was laid off from while you were at Canadian Music Week. That's right. With Mood Ralph. Right. Um, I had only moved to Winnipeg. I had moved to Winnipeg only about a half year earlier because I was transferred. I was working at a record store called Record Baron, and I was given the opportunity to transfer to a Winnipeg location from the Brandon location. I was like, "Well, here's my opportunity to." So I moved in with Rod, 
at the Lydia Dell for a month and then we've got the drop-in center house. Um, but then, yeah, Rod quit his job at Sound Record Man to go to Canadian Music Week, I think, and um, back up Mugruff. And, um, and I remember getting laid off because all the stores were closing and it was a horrible franchise. And, um, and I remember just going, oh, I'll just walk to Sound Record. I, I think I literally went to Sound Record Man that the day I got laid off. And, Asked for a job and told them, you know, I say that I knew there was a job available because my dad and just quit. I think they pretty much hired me right down there. And I think I remember you, you phoning Record Bear to try to reach me from Toronto. They told me that I had to take off <laughs> that I was gonna, I was gonna have to move back to Canada. So I had, I had, I had. But so, yeah, so I was working at Sound Recommend in the mall, and I was seeing a lot of these, and working with a lot of a lot of <laughs> people who fancied themselves as, as hip-hop promoters, you know? Like, uh, like there were, they were dudes that, um, I guess the ultimate one would be the, the dudes that brought, like, the Lost Boys and, and uh, to, to Winnipeg to try to, uh, to, to play New Year's Eve at the Winnipeg Art Gallery. Now it's a show that that looks oversold. Alright, it's just a, I mean just I've just we just dealt with dozens of dozens and dozens of of, uh, of, of just horrendous, horrendous promoters seeing our name on flyers that on for shows that we and arriving at you know, arriving at, at, at arriving at shows and not having you know, gear or not having to that PA. There was a, there was a, there was a, uh, there was a, there was a pretty infamous character in Winnipeg that, that, uh, that back then we, we made quite a bit of fun of because he produced, he produced a massive show at Mill Rendezvous and, um, and, um, and he, he got lots of publicity and actually, we booked a limousine to get him there. But the show was a disaster because he forgot to, I don't know, forgot to, forgot to pay there. I don't know, it was just a real mess. And I think that, that sketch basically inspired by, by that particular right. just a lot of Just a lot of sketching. And I guess as an aside, I, uh, around, that, around that time, the late 90s, when Farm Fresh was, was sort of done, Farm Fresh was sort of done that Six ninety seven that type of way. And McEnroe as, as McEnroe was 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 not quite um, happening yet. I actually started playing with a group called the Hummers, which was like a seven piece instrumental group. I played with them for ten or eleven years. Um but put five five records out with them. It's sort of like if you haven't heard them, I would they were they were instrumental, um, sort of you know, funk, funk they, to, to put it simple, but it was more like Afrobeat and goat rock and a lot of interesting stuff going on. It was a seven-piece group, and I was suddenly thrust into being the front, frontman of the group. Like, I was the DJ, but I was front and center on stage. All That's the other instrumentalists were, were behind me, and I was the guy on the microphone. And I sort of didn't really have... You know, um, I wasn't really a, a 
club DJ yet. I didn't start. I didn't start throwing parties until the late '90s or around 2000. And so I didn't really have a stage persona per se yet, except for just hammering it up on the mic when I was back in the few guys. And so my persona sort of over the years with the Hummer sort of developed into this um, Bob Newhart esque, um, basically Jack Bob Newhart's sort of stuttery, yeah, neurotic, awkward delivery when I was on stage with the Hummers. And I think that is sort of what you're hearing in this sketch as well. I'm trying to sort of channel Bob Newhart. I was going to say it's very Bob Newhart with the uh, uncertainty and all that. Yeah, yeah. So so I think that was because around that time I was sort of really sort of honing my stage persona as sort of this, I was as a, as a, as a Bob Newhart-esque sort of delivery. And so that, that's, that, that sketch was sort of born out of as well. My, my, my disdain for promoters coming into San America now trying to promote shows. That's and, right. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, and then my love Bob Newhart. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, well, let's jump forward to another track. This, um, this is jumping not too far ahead. This is called Studio Time, so this would have been... Well, it's 10 releases later, so it's probably a couple years later. This is the Hip Hop Wieners project that you ended up making this um, particular beat that ended up being a posse cut, and then there's your um, and the hook and all that stuff. So let's have a listen. It's called Studio Time. Pieces play in the rubble Less trouble to just say than make HHW hip-hop wieners The nastiest shit in plastic Built from the ground up and packaged with the graphic Served at the counter for the smack lips to snap into Rap with the sinners, every meal could be the last dinner Get retarded with my martyr starter kit Go farther, there's a market for the shit I should be flogging, it's got cyanide mitts Cement shoes for swimming Two different lengths of wood, one says Henry What's within's good for girls and boys So enjoy all beef, no chicken White guys that wear their hats backwards and annoy me The only exception to this pet peeve is Gorski You bore me, bet you haven't shit in four days Come on y'all, get with the new dance craze Call it the fermented, huddle up like a shrimp Now your right leg was beaten by a cop So you limp, look scorned And throw your fist in the air Other hand stressfully gets ran through your hair A bit of the running man and a nervous shake Don't trust the DJ Like a cast and tell buddy he's dead when you get your gym pass. We walk around half the time with our fly open. So cool with eye opening rhymes that pry open a duel between people that hate me and I hate people. But lately I stay calm for the sake of their safety. I burn like Kevin Spacey and watch him obsess over some beauty on the tube like this American race. I chase and case react like claustrophobia and throw my hands up in the sky, swinging wildly because I know I'm sick of the side order of bullshit and rises. It's just sex lies and videotape. Last snakes or attitude emulates A mallet in full swing and will stay Persistent swing until it breaks the balance Not gonna sit something stupid like saying Let's fight till we do something conventional tonight I'd be more likely to stand on my head And think of something better instead to say Or stay in bed today Thinking about my first meal like It tastes so real like Licking a battery unflattering I don't feel like falling in the familiar Fuck what the fiends now Fight everyone in town and claim that it's my scene sound right so long as I have fun Every time I see Ricky J I wanna give that guy a collapse bump Like, 
ready to fry I hope you drown, tears are just eyebrow grease when I hold you upside down Well how do you suppose, that the pros are free to probe You won't give me your ear, cause I'll bite off the whole load Like I can't control myself, a slobbering idiot My mouth's a lethal weapon and the internet's my guinea pig Skinny legs and bulging eyes, I'm looking for what's human Behind all the fleshy talk, it's sex rock and constant feuding Fueling the fighter, a higher altitude to see The twins reduced to rubble and the truth shall set you free And the you shall accept the third world debt and go on a hot date Out of fear that if we don't get laid we'll have to face the police state See great balls of fire might fall from the sky But it's God's flaming testicle come to smite those who cry Well good riddance to the infants, just get me a picture of his left night So I can go home to my wife and surprise her with guess what? Another half wit in line at the pay less Trying to get a discount and paying by check You can't be a badass, I'm sorry to say this You'll never measure up to Floss and Roddy Vegas I copied Pippi and went out and bought women's frames You copied me when it came to rock and rap names Cashews and carrots, what a name for an imprint It took me half a second to mark you as a dimwit These mark ass busters, Jay-Z is flat broke These buster ass marks, being indie's a bad joke we Put them on the stage, that's what we'll all see Underground type series of connected tunnels Interlocking areas in which these rappers dwell Posse cuts are played out We appear to be fly MC It's a sausage party We're actually rabbits There you have it From the crib to the tunnel From the cradle to the bar The nipple to the funnel The sun will come out The father's screaming what? Me and my friends are all on each other's nuts Don't think I won't rap for the cheese Your girl will leave you with lonely disease Underground rap is gone with, with the breeze Warm wide you my rabbit yo whole ton of breeze Just to start this off Where's the lazy materialist? I feel duped and hoodwinked just like a crazy spiritualist Empiricist of that which is so not hot It's got to be got When you stop the shop remember to check out The moms and pops calm down when I see cops But then I run down three blocks Drop my blue and gray Reeboks Buy a scoop on first half I'm the worst case to have to burst your face with my jab Rappers posing fanciful, undanceable and trap The same damn dude who treats jam like food Gonna end up caught on camera, beating up the room People fucking with my money when they bump me on the street Put hip hop on those winners, honey cut, make the beat I make a quarter mil, every ten years And y'all ain't got shit on me, you can cold lick the balls Never gonna be addicted to fame Knock your promo shot out the picture frame What can you do? To make the scene better Kill every MC who wears a green sweater Just ask yourself how your album's comparing When you come to the spot dressed like Malcolm McLaren So many DJs in rave apparel Wanna hang with Billy Joel and Dave Navarro Make trip hop or rip off the meters Like new funk, who the fuck are hip hop readers? Hip-Hop Wieners, which are John Smith and Pip Skid, and then the guests on that posse cut. That's one of our biggest posse cuts ever, Tyler. It's a big one. It's uh, a big one. You got Gumshoe Strut, you got Yai, you got Gruff, you got myself, uh, you got Gordski, you got Kunga 209. Both of them are from a group called The Goods out in Halifax, if you don't know. And then you got Bird of Prey as the closer with another nice verse. 
And on that mm-hmm. very nice beat by DJ Honeycut. Yeah, yeah, you added the organ and the piano, but the basic loop and drums are are, are mine. Yeah, yeah, yep. a little Ray, I think a Ray Barretto, Ray Barretto sound. Yeah, and a nice little uh, hook from Stetsasonic. Sounds really has some hypeness to it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got a few beats in here and there. On that topic, um, what did you use to make beats back then? I can't remember just your you had a mac or something yeah i would have been using sound edit like like uh, like you right i mean we didn't have ableton yet so we would have been using sound edit 16 which was a which was a multi-track software for the, the os9 that's right very old school i think we we even made time is running out um yeah, Time is Running Out is the first record I started to use Ableton Live. Right, because because uh, we used iDrum as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Shit. So yeah, I would have been using Sound Edit back then because I had a I had a Mac from I think I had a an eMac from about two thousand one onward. So so it would have been it would have been a Sound Edit beat for sure. Do you, still I, have, I, do you still have that emac i do yeah it's sitting on a shelf in my office it's, it's, uh, i could still boot it up i imagine can't boot up my current my laptop but i can just probably still boot that one up and, and even probably still use sound edit 16. Make some beats. yeah <laughs> it was fun it was it was fun, fun. It, it was a fun little multi-tracker to use to you know you had to use some math to get your yeah uh, to get uh, stuff lined up properly but uh you know, and I was never very good at math. But that's right. You had to. That's what calculators were. You had to use your calculator to to, <laughs> to match two loops to the same length, and uh, yeah. But you could literally yeah. just cut and paste all the little bits, so you could chop up. Yeah. Very you, very you, easily. You could, you could zoom in to the point where you could see the wave as like little dots, and you could actually trim 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 really infinite infinitesimal small bits of it, and it's pretty. And it was pretty good. And whatever, for whatever reason, um, stuff that I made on Sound Edit just really knocked. I don't know what it was. I could just chop, just make the drums I did on with the drum. Not necessarily that that studio time beat, but um, but just stuff I remember really knocking on on on, on that program for whatever reason. But, well, let's play another song with a beat you made. Um, the song is called "The Beat." And it is um, from my project that you probably never heard, listeners. It was called uh, Roddy B, um, which was just the idea behind it was to make these just really fun, loose songs, old school type rap, persona rap kind of thing. And a lot of the beats were just loops. Um, and this is one of them, I think. Or is there a drums on this? Or is it just no, a beat? No, just a straight loop. Yeah, this is a straight loop. So let's listen to it. This is a live version. So I did a recorded version, but then I ended up adding this song to my live repertoire. And um, and I ended up doing a session for CBC Radio 3 where I, added, I played this song as part of it. And so this is the beat. And let's listen. <laughs> What's up? This is McEnroe, aka Roddy B. 
This is the beat. Don't break beats by my man DJ Honeycut. Check it out. The beat is the cause and applause the effect. The beat is the need for you to nod your neck Whether open mic night or the season vet It's the make or break fact that could lead to success The beat is the element for selling the mill It's the sizzle in the steak, you can tell if it's real Cause the borderline fake ever destined to fail We'll learn how to make from a kit in the mail The beat is the product and it's come on distinct You get your head around it but it's done on instinct You have it or you don't, never mind the book smarts A second with the record and I'll find the good parts the beat starts with just drums and no clutter And these arms yearn for fresh funk and soul butter It used to be you could pull the dazzling payday By laying down tracks full of jazz and it's heyday But beats change and the breaks become nothing These days producers don't spin, they press buttons It makes your heart race, though it's done with a mouse click But it ain't drum and bass and it's none of that house shit A beat sick, a sick beat, excuse me Jumps from the record rack telling you choose me If you got the cash and the skills you'll soon be Signing autographs and surrounded by groupies A new beat, bringing MC to fist to cuffs It's the love of killing tracks just enough To show skill, call another man's bluff So I make the beat ill, wonder where it ends up Check it out, Robbie B CBC Radio 3 the beat is the common thread even among a whole world full of heads who be speaking in tongues like the Japanese friends who sent me their demo don't know what they said but the beats were incredible beats always go good with driving along I should focus on the road but I'm writing a song on the back of my hand or a parking stub in a scramble like my man Fran Tarkington who beat everybody as a Minnesota Viking I'll delete a set of drums if it isn't to my liking see the rookie wonder why he's so cookie cutter I to learn that I had it and it almost took me under A bad beat will make you shudder And then it's like a track meet as you run for the exit So take time, take heed, and take care If you write rhymes, make sure the beat's there Roddy B This is the beat That is uh, DJ Grasshopper on the cuts. I want to thank uh, DJ DMC legend, DJ Grasshopper. And DJ Honeycutt on the beat. Mm-hmm. And that was recorded at CBC Radio 3 in Vancouver. And so uh, I remember doing that session and calling Grasshopper because he was in Vancouver and you were not. So mm-hmm. it was easy to just um, you know spend an hour with him and just put together what he was going to do. And then we went in there and just kind of ran through the whole set real quick, fast-like, and it was a lot of fun. And I ended up really liking how that sounded. It sounds yeah, live-ish, that session, but... Yeah, that, I mean, yeah, that song sounds great, and it re- sort of reflective of how the whole... I, it's been years, obviously, since, since I heard the session, but I remember the whole session sounding really dope, and it was really, really fun to listen to. And, and I'm glad you did that song. Because that's uh, that's a fun beat, nice little Roy Roy Ayers chop that uh, that you can't that I was able to like chop chop 
all the instrumental bits out in order to make that, except for one part where you hear, obviously you hear the vocal, and of course the vocal sounds like he's saying the, the beat. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that's, that's part of the part of the, the catalyst for the theme of the song. But Absolutely. Be, yeah. Um, but I, I've often liked beats that, uh, you know, where you hear some of the vocals. And, these sort of happy accidents that you would get when you're doing weird loops. But, uh, I've always liked that. And that's, that's, a, that's a fun beat. A very fun beat. It was a lot of fun to play live, too. And, um, yeah. All right, well, let's keep moving. Um, this next song is by our good friend and former bandmate. Or are we? Did we break up? Did Farm Fresh break up? I'm not sure. But this is, uh, <laughs> this is a song called Beer Monster. And it's by Pippi Skid from the album called Funny Farm. Tylenol. Only reason that you ever see me up in the mall With a big brown bag, this is not to drink and drive And sometimes I'm surprised that I made it home alive Cause the city has always been slapping me around Trying to hide but so easily found Like a pound of bud Trying to sneak over the border Found and stopped, they must regain order I'm not here, nudge, nudge, wink, wink Only time I'm present, chasing weed with drink You think I'm negative? And you're underestimating Been in talks with the devil renegotiating He can see that he's got a bright future in me I'm a terrible person you wouldn't want to be Got a secret life outside hip-hop and work My private symphony all alone doing dirt So I drink to keep my toothache shy But it's a social butterfly living in a pigsty Dentists don't fuck with me, I can't call it Well they be pulling all credit cards out the wallet in the meantime, I eat Tylenol 3 If you were in my shitty shoes, I'm sure you'd agree That somehow you gotta dull the thumping sickness And the pain leaves fast like the money with the quickness When I drink I drink to keep from worrying, smile to keep from crying It's a mean old world that almost stopped me from trying I got trapped in a haze of booze and weed Lost my focus, no longer knew what I need And I would feed the beer monster whenever it asked Single malt, always in the pips, get flask Similar to my mom, a person I hold dear She could hold a rind, I could hold my beer Tormented by my conscience, wouldn't want it another way But holy shit, this is a fucked up day I'ma stay home Pace around a bachelor pad I'm like a really good anti-marijuana ad Looking bad But had to release the pressure Clothes all on the floor like I was protesting a dresser Hiding out, penoid like nice and smooth Looking through the people, thinking it's time to move Eating some stupid shit at a stupid hour But the world pushes me to be bitter and sour Force a smile and put a flame to that thickness And the pain leaves fast like the money with the quickness When I smoke I used to 
Starting the night off with a leader of stronghold It ends me bugging a DJ, could you play another song? No, on so much drama, I'm like hotel linen But you don't wanna eat and then immediately go swimming So I would wait at least two hours before I drown my system I saw Farside play back in the day, but I missed him I blame that OE that used to coat my throat But I was young and had the stomach lining of a goat And my theory was that if I drank quality beers I'd give my wafer for body a couple more years And a couple years is all I got Now I get sick when I tip the yeasty bottle And my skinny little lips, lungs closed Can't breathe, break up in hives Being forced off the liquor was a blessing in disguise Instead, I exercise, try to fix my mistakes You gotta listen to your body when it puts on the brakes When I think I drink to keep from worrying, smile to keep from crying It's a mean old world that almost stopped me from trying I got trapped in a haze of booze and weed Lost my focus, no longer knew what I need And I would feed the beer monster whenever it asked The Jägermeister always in a pipskid flask Similar to my mom, a person I hold dear She could hold a rind, I could hold my beer Sometimes I try to put it down and back, at the 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 way, when it be calling me. Some nice cuts on there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to pick that one. There was, well, the scratching itself was, was good, but also because, um, I was never, I was never really a fan of, of scratching on, certainly, I mean, other people. You know, even some of my favorite scratches on on records were by Mr. Sinister. Like, if you think of some of my favorite records, like the Beat Nuts' first full length, that was street level. Mr. Sinister's all over that, and and uh, he's on the Common Resurrection record, and Fat Joe, Jealous Ones, Jealous Ones Envy. Uh, he's all over those records, and I love his scratching. And he can get away with just scratch, scratching on the lights, and I'm fine with it, but. But I've always been a fan of like scratch sentences, like building, building, you know, um, a multi, a multi sentence, a multi part scratch sentence. Yeah. And, um, um, you know, back then I would literally, I had a, I had a, a notebook full of just, you know, of, of, okay, this song has this lyric in it and like, um, I would just sort of keep notes about certain lyrics that I would say, okay, well, this is generic enough that I could, that I could, I'll just sort of bank that for when I need it, you know. Like if you listen to this song, it's actually called Scratch Chorus by Bird of Prey. I build a scratch chorus in that, but it's built up of a lot of sort of just generic kinds things like saying yes yes all and one two one two i don't even know what to say but i used to have a little notebook filled with just things like that but this one this particular song i don't know where i found i don't recognize either of the vocal samples i don't either but the fact that i found two different vocal samples that rhyme um is really impressive for me like like it's one thing to be like okay i'm gonna here's two related things i'm gonna put back to back this one right. these, these two these two are from two different songs and they um they rhyme which was pretty, pretty impressive to me um 
can they are relevant to the song in a really uh, in not a not a not on the nose, but in a but in a an appropriate way. I thought that was a really good um, a really good scratch sentence, um, and the song is great. Play Pips 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 uh, really sort of on point in this, you know, and how he like sort of relates to his mom through this this drinking problem and. It's great. It's a great song, and I'm happy to be a part of it in such a um, artistic way, as opposed to just just wanking. Right. Um, there's some songs like there's some songs that I wish I wasn't on. You know, like I think about um, on the bracelet, um, how great of a song that is, how how incredible that song is, and I'm just like wanking on it within days. <laughs> And like, I was like, I would, I would rather not be on that song. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, I, I think in retrospect, I, I probably wanted to be on the song because I loved it. Um, but I didn't add anything to it by just scratching somebody going, ow, or whatever I was doing. You know, right. I don't think I, I added anything to it. But in this case, I think I, I artistically added to the song and, uh, and uh, it was really sort of showcased. It was, I thought it was really dope. Uh, dope scratching and um, be the be the, the, the parts I found really tasteful and, and um, I don't know I just really liked it and it was and there there's lots of songs out there that we that we've made that, that I'm really and when I listen to back in the day uh, listen listen back to I think geez those are some good scratch courses and I was really I'm really proud of some of the, some of the courses I was able to build and some of the parts I was able to build um, 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 for, for, for your for your songs. Well, yeah. So that's that's perfect for what I want to get to next, which is I think another great example. Um, this song is called "Get Busy," and I remember you really building some good stuff on this one too. So, listener, listen for it this time. This is the point. Um, it's some really good scratch chorus stuff. Um, this is "Get Busy." This is McEnroe, and this is from the Disenfranchised 2 album, which I believe is 2004, something like that. It's right around the same time as um, the Farm Fresh. Yeah, 2004, right? Um, Four or five. Yeah, let's let's have a listen. Pip skizzy, telling y'all get busy. Gruff doggy, down to rock the body. Honey cut, raking the money up. Big guy, ripping it first try. Bird of prey, with ill words to say. John Smith, raps like he's got a gift. Big Mac, amazed with another track. Break bread, and we're taking the power back to ROD. Running this rap mess, y'all know me. Cause I pass it with last test. Tight flow, check. Illyric might not blow up, but the true fans hear it. I just go to work like crashing the boards, so I may not look what fashion affords. More like a bum than a member of boy bands. I know where I'm from, and in the prairies we don't stand for half-ass hooks by pretty boy poets. So get your last looks, cause you know we're devoted to expose the crooks who claim to be conscious. Tight stage show, but no lyrical content. Empty messages behind mounds of merchandise Good first impression, now not worth the price of admission Even if you're opening right, curse twice Then laugh at the rest of the night Pip skizzy, telling y'all get busy Gruff doggy, down to rock the body Honey cut, raking the money up 
Big guy, ripping it first try. Bird of prey, with ill words to say. John Smith, raps like he's got a gift. Big Mac, amazed with another track. Break bread, and we're taking the power back. Hanging with break bread, prepared for great things. Like watching the big game with beer and chicken wings. We talk trash like a jock in a locker room. Mark X, they will probably shock a few Devoted fans, who think that they trust his ass So civilized, but he's probably just as bad In the van, it's party and fart jokes Sell the artois and variety is Diet Cokes Many laughs, don't talk much politics We hate George Bush, but I guess that's obvious Don't waste time on Martin or Christian We tune into much vibe, no time for CNN And at times, our egos get out of hand Take things for granted, claim you don't understand But something happens when the pad meets up with the pan And he's get up, then the magic happens again So man, listen <laughs> Telling y'all get busy Gruff doggy Down to rock the body Honey cut Raking the money up Big guy Ripping it first try Bird of prey With ill words to say John Smith Raps like he's got a gift Big Mac Amazed with another track Break bread And we're taking the power back I don't really need the world to know I'm a rapper So dressing hip hop really isn't a factor It looks cool on those that floss But I'm so old school, can't pull it off I ain't gonna front like I got the right stuff My mom didn't dress me, but now my wife does Not as flashy as you'll ever see I rock third world jeans and a PNC tee That I got for free, another tax write-off Advertising till it makes my mind soft Past deciding how far I'd go for fame That chance trying at schmoozing and making a name no way. Not my forte, too naive to make it Got past foreplay, then they leave me naked The lame crews make croon to sell But if you don't pay dues, see you in hell Pip skizzy, telling y'all get busy Gruff doggy, down to rock the body Honey cut, raking the money up Big guy, ripping it first try Bird of prey, with ill words to say John Smith, raps like he's got a gift Big Mac, amazed with another track Break bread, and we're taking the power back So man, listen I think that's like I remember you sending me the those cuts in a in a logic file or something and there was like 12 tracks. I was like, holy moly. <laughs> and again, those are that's a perfect example of, of having it's a um, a combination of like specific stuff. Um, like, you know, obviously the name and the 
and, and the record label. Thank goodness we pressed some of our stuff on vinyl so that I actually had access to that stuff on vinyl because I wasn't using Serato yet. No. Nope. Um, and but the, but then there's all that other stuff that's in there, like you know what I'm saying, and you know what it's like all that stuff, or what you know what it's about, like all that what sort of like. What the whole wide world want to hear? Like a lot of that stuff is just like I had I had pages and pages of that stuff saying, okay, well. Uh, in this on this one instrument or this one acapella, I know it says somebody says this, and it's just it's it's dope, but it's also generic. It can be used kind of anywhere, and so it's a combination of those generic things and those specific things, and um, and yeah, like all that stuff was all all vinyl. And I remember, yeah. you know, I would sometimes I would hear things, and I'd be like, you know, like. A good example would, would be like Butcher's Bill, where I, I remember hearing Noriega saying, uh, what's he say? What do I, what do I, what does he say? Where he says like, I'll have you cut up if you don't pay up. And I'm oh, like, yeah. oh my God, that's perfect for Butcher's Bill. And I had to like find somebody in the city. Like I had to ask, to ask around all my pals, does anybody have the Nori album on vinyl? Because I needed to get that cut on vinyl. That's and, right. Like, um, I just couldn't, you know, so yeah like a lot of that stuff like i would just listen to i would just yeah i would catalog samples i would catalog little tidbits and then and then build yeah and then build that's a that was a wild one i'd forgotten about that one there's a lot of a lot of layers to that one yeah it's pretty impressive so on the topic of vinyl since yeah, um, as a side project, I've uh, been cataloging all my vinyl since I've been home all day, every day. So I've been mm-hmm. digitizing my entire vinyl collection, and I started a show called Records with Roddy and going through all my hip-hop vinyl first. What is the status of your hip-hop vinyl? Is it all gone? It's all gone, yeah. Uh, it's all gone, pretty much all gone. There's still maybe a few crates of like stuff that nobody really really wants i mean there's still some good stuff in there but but um but yeah it's mostly all gone because i was thinking about this the other day where you know because my collection as a because our collections were together for so long or at least Mm -hmm. i mean i guess it wasn't that long but it was years you know Mm -hmm. in our prime in our prime collecting years our collections were unified and Mm -hmm. so there's big holes in, in the coal room yeah so there are big holes in my collection because you would have got like we wouldn't both get the a record generally once in a mm-hmm. while we did but almost not generally it's like whoever got it then the other person wouldn't get it so i have these big holes in my collection but my my question to you was like i remember you getting like the jennifer taught me 12 inch way way back and mm-hmm. kind of putting me on to daylaw and is that is that like did you keep anything of that like oh anything? yeah oh yeah i kept some i, I kept some stuff like like that 12 inch like when you and i were on a grade a grade nine field trip and yeah whatever that was and we went to montreal and i remember the i bought the the, the, the three feet high and rising wasn't even out yet like i had seen yeah. the video for me myself and i on much music i had not seen the video for well i guess potholes in my lawn had a video and that was the b-side to jennifer Tony, but that's the Three Feet High and Rising wasn't released yet. So I went to, we went to the record store in Montreal or wherever we were and we bought, and I bought the Jennifer taught me 12 inch. And, um, I still have that. Yeah, I still have that 12 inch. I see. Because that's uh, pretty significant. 
yeah for sure um but yeah for the most part they're all they're all gone and i mean i have a a massive hip hip-hop 45 collection i probably yeah. have one of the best hip-hop 45 collections on the planet earth and and they're all you know i'm like well i don't have that 12 inch anymore but i do have it on 45 so yeah yeah that's impressive yeah all right well let's get back let's uh move on a little bit so um we were doing all these records at that time and then we decided that it was time to do a new farm fresh record I guess maybe because it was coming up on 10 years from our first record together is that why we decided to must be yeah it was a 10-year it was a, it was a uh, um a conscious 10-year anniversary thing so it was it was 2004 and the, the, the space ep which was our first release and the label's first release that had come out in 94 so we thought okay 10-year anniversary we're gonna move back to brandon and we're gonna stay at my parents house and we're going to we're going to dig for all the records that we make all the beats with in brandon which was a, a weird trip. thing to yeah it was a tricky thing to do but we actually pulled it off and um yeah and then we then we so we did the first week in in brandon and then the second week in in uh, erickson on and all up by uh, riding mountain um park and that's where we did the recording right at my parents trailer out there yeah yeah all right well let's check out um a song a couple songs from time is running out but let's listen to this first one uh which one should go first read all about it or sucker i guess read yeah all well, about the it, right? reason why i picked them together is because uh, i've always liked the way how yeah the transition the one led into the uh, so it's yeah. almost like i have to play them both don't i that's kind of what that we have to be, do here. Yeah. That would be the thing to do. Yeah. Okay. Well, listener, you're lucky we'll get to play two in a row and then we'll talk about them both. This is Read All About It and then Sucker by Farm Fresh. Take one bite of the beef, get tired and shock. Getting fat of hip hop like Fry and Tuck. I don't pass shit, dude. See a fire puck. Telling all you ass rappers to retire, you suck, you dumb fuck. You put the posse on edge, so your shitty DJ got tossed over the ledge. Now he's a fed, you all SOL. Well, everything I say gets said so well. They bred the tail and they bam to eat dicks. Roll up on your mom and be like, You ain't a rapper, you're a landscaper. Or a carpenter with a box filled with nails and sandpaper. For paper to pop up, jobs must be done. But you hopping up on the mic that ain't one, okay, son? And I stuck up the mean I could fuck the fakeness and leave fuck the Libras. It ain't luck. 
that my drums they dumb It ain't luck You paid what for a beat you jump Your drums suck And we about to extend your slum No hit it for 10 years so now it's up You're a bump on a log or a fight in the wall Took the drug in the fall so you try and you fall You're a pie in the sky dear and not feeling On hiatus for 5 years and still top billing Of course it's fun fresh shot is a far fetch The scene we carved out from Angus's armrest The day we started out suckers got caught it out Many struggle for pub but Just a joke, yo, we're known in Tokyo Your mom don't know your stage name We're not in the same game Farm fresh, still standing One can read all about it In the Brandon Sun, man B-R-A-N-D-O-N Been here ten years and see no end Farm fresh, still standing One can read all about it In the Brandon Sun, man Sucker, you 
think you do your fans a favor With the short set definite lack of flavor With the wax star audience waits forever Homie you lack hard back to see you never Suckers, you fucking up a hockey season Stuck full the bread, but I guess it's not a shocking reason It's the game, not the politics that got me fiending Any way for an athlete to not be greedy Sucker, you're abusing your authority Not you choosing a life of uniformity Misusing your role on those in poverty Just losing your focus for the economy Sucker, the folk fest is next week This is hip-hop and heads don't get sweet Show and prove or it's on to the next freak Know the rules or your best bets to not speak Sucker That's a masterpiece, DJ Honeycutt, of your work. Yes, the combination of uh, those two songs together are, are really a fine, fine moment for me in, uh, on that record, I think. Absolutely. The, the, obviously, I, I'm pretty proud of the of the, the scratch the scratch sentence I built for um, for the read all about it, all finding all of those extra extra. Yeah, spot stuff, and I think what the first one's MC Light and uh, Stizo, rest in peace, Stizo, who just died, um, was was one of them. Um, House of Pain, and I think the fourth one, I can't remember what the fourth one was. Maybe it's like Cool Cool G Rap or definitely Cool G Rap. Yeah, extra extra read all about it in the paper, and then and then uh, and then the between stuff I was was MC Search, and then of course the the stuff that I sort of. Um, sort of freestyle on is Miss Melody from Boogie Dan Productions saying extra extra read all about it Sucker stepped up and got murdered and that leads into the next song Sucker which is a beat that I produced um, which is one of one of the couple beats that I have on that record and of course you added the the, 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 the little stringy stringy staccato stuff and that beautiful piano at the end which I forgot about until listening and forgot that there's a whole other different scratch part right. at the end of the song over that nice that nice piano part that you added. Yeah, it's a really nice uh, and and I think both you guys kill it on both of those songs. I love how how um, you know you obviously had a theme for the supper song and and how you chose to flip your 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 um, your um, you chose to flip the. The, the, the cadence on, on, on your verse versus Pat's verse. It's really, really dope stuff. And uh, yeah, that piano is proof of starting to learn how to use live because it's like mm. jamming a sample mm. into something else and making it fit. But you can also hear the mm-hmm. early artifacting. 
yeah, the, the original, uh, the, 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 the filtered baseline from the original sample is, or the, the, the main sample is still there. Yeah. But you're, but you're putting a different piano part over in the, in the inside key. Yeah. It's pretty, yeah. Yeah. I, I think about all those extra extras that I had to find for, for that, that, that song and, and think about how easy it would be to do nowadays with yeah. like genius.com, you know, where you can just yeah. source, you could just find, uh, you know, if I needed to like search extra, extra read all about it in, in the genius database, how many I would have found, you know, but I think I, I don't know, I don't you know how have, I came across those. But. Yeah, you would have found 120 of them and then you would have gone to YouTube, ripped each of the little, just the phrase you needed program yeah. them each into a thing in Serato and been in and out in like 90 minutes but um instead yeah. you had to listen to a whole bunch of records find the bits and then get make sure you actually owned each of those records or borrowed them off somebody I think there was only I think I think only one of those was sampled as opposed to scratch MC light was scratch I think this these are might have just been like mm. sampled because we didn't actually have it on vinyl. Of right. course, we didn't have we didn't have Serato then, um, so we couldn't just scratch any any MP3. But uh, but uh, everything else was even the House of Pain. I don't even know what House of Pain record that was, but but that was definitely scratched in. And, and uh, yeah, but we're getting impressive. into the area. It is impressive. We're getting into the area where Serato's starting to be around. I think at that time, like if. If he yeah, lie, yeah. Was it was it was brand. It was like I think I had. I don't know what year Jeff made his um, "I Mean" mixtape, but that was the first time I ever used digital DJ software. Right, it wasn't. That. It wasn't Serato. It was. Um, um, I don't even know what it was called. What was what was Stanton Stanton's um, final scratch? I think. Maybe oh was yeah. What it was called. Yeah. Um, but it was. Um, and it's the first time I'd ever used digital DJ software. So it's not that much. Record. That's not much after that. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, I think Serato was around, maybe just around, and maybe I think I it think was so. 2004. Yeah. Um, but I certainly didn't start using it until about 2006 or seven. So. Right. Cool. Okay, let's get to another beat that you made. Um, this is. Uh, Break Bread from the Break Bread EP. So I guess I'm actually out of order here because this was before the Farm Fresh, but hey, whatever. Whatever. Um, this song is called We Make Noise. He's Pip Vicious, I'm Johnny Rock. We got Flossie Roddy and Dandy Kaufman. Diesel G rough and DJ Sneeze beat. He made the beat, bruh. Please believe me. Tear beats apart like I lost the remote. Throw a fit like puff over the cost of a boat. Get tossed in the moat. Life ain't so sunny. You wanna make requests, then you write them on money. Enough with the tales of the whack and the shitty. Because I heard there's a sale down in Spatula City. Your passion is iffy while my fashion is spiffy. When the check comes in the mail, then I'm cashing it quickly. We're keeping it cranked up. Winnipeg, Frankfurt is fronting on Yanks Fishing tank from a stank river We know no boundaries, proud to rock the crowd with ease Make you squint like sour teas, like a 
before you power I got a few beers that I be sipping a week I got a new ear, a different way of hearing the beat I had a career, a trade that wasn't paying which means I have to do here what doesn't need explaining to me We're the genuine articles Garden gnomes, fall on the lawn of starter homes Rapping and scratching, that there's the hardest Jones Balding and battling, hat hair, you're not alone we leave you unemployed like George DeWitt We know that it wasn't your choice to quit Forgotten as your episodes are all erased And no one tuned in for your fall from grace We welcome you to the shindig As we dig at your shin It's figurative, scribble this Out, get a beer, let the kids out Get a big couch but never pig Out, out Why you wanna bother with the shit that you talk? You mumble cause of the cock Yo, we spit where you walk And it fit in the lock See, we hold the key Like Rick Moore and a sin not a word that we said Study it like it was your head Make a map for the direction you're led Take a nap and you'll be asking your friend What went when? Points what luck went then? Up and in I roll joints as fat as a baby's finger Pull up in the bus shack and let the hazy linger Bread and the red when we break for dinner If I'm bent then I'm fed then it's danger for you I'm a public embarrassment like Ray Benzino Thing for older women especially Filipino We know that you know nothing about Such a lowly bastard It's the rap life that you know we mastered I'm all lead and gravel Highly flammable like flannel though Guess you could say I'm animal Stress and mechanical Causing hazards for the average show Without the antidote But watch me stand afloat Letting all the madness flash about Your raps rock plain And look like stick figures When we rock beats It's fresh as pick withers Ask around to tell you that Pip delivers Your part time and suck shit like Joan Rivers Hold if you let up Fooled in a setup Schooled like a rookie Forgot to keep your head up Next thing you know you've been knocked like Lynn Ross Naive as Chrissy Snow, pissy foe who's been tossed Who's that coming to dinner? Someone we know outsider into the group like Cappuccino A younger rapper by way of your brother's records The crew was almost through breaking bread I had seconds Did you intend to uh, name drop two out of three of the characters from uh, <laughs> Am I? Three, Three's Company? <laughs> it's possible. And, and Chrissy Snow, and then earlier I think you mentioned... Uh, Choice to Wit. Choice to Wit. Um, I don't... I'd, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Just a happy coincidence. I mean, if you're going to do two, then... If you're gonna you're gonna do it, then you might as well do a Jack Tripper one too. Otherwise, right, right. Otherwise, you're yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Who's pick was a missed, anyway? missed opportunity. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. 
But Pip was Pip was on some other other shit for that for that time. Talking about his he's uh, got a thing for older women, especially Filipino. Yeah, I do want to do a <laughs> I I I'd love to do a just favorite Pip's Pip's Kid Line podcast with you. But <laughs> but anyway, that's another podcast. Yeah. It's another podcast. Um, and that beat is really dope. Thank you. Yeah, that's a nice. That was a fun one. Um, yeah, I, I recently watched the movie to Sir uh, to Sir with Love uh, and heard that. Actually, funny. Um, I've I've heard two of the beats that I've made to, that have been featured on this show this podcast that we've, we're recording currently I've heard in movies in the last like half year like or even the last few months like I was watching To Sir With Love which is where that sample comes from and I forgot that that's where it had come from and and there was this you know this this, uh, this sample sort of I sort of ch- chopped it a little bit to make it a four a four bar thing but yeah. uh, I, I heard it in the in the in the in the movie, and I was like, "Oh shit, I forgot that's where it came from." And I had actually heard the Ray Barretto that I used for Studio Time. I think it might be used in a Scorsese movie, maybe Goodfellas or or, or Casino or something like that. But uh, I was watching that movie recently on television and heard that 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 that, that sample as well is, is in in a movie. So two of the songs that I produce <laughs> that are featured on this show, I've I've heard in in their in their movie context in the last few months, which is I remember getting that beat from you and then thinking that the loop should be in another spot but I don't remember what I I, I we did we did it your way which was the right way right but, but I don't remember what I thought it was the wrong way right there's the way I saw it is that you know that it goes up and the first time and then there's a resolution which I had to chop from somewhere else in order to get the resolution for the sort of the second the second uh, for the fourth bar, I guess. I right. Really, right. But um, yeah, that was chopped to, from a different part in order to get that sort of downward note, I suppose. I, I don't want to, you know, break your listeners' brains with all my heavy theory, the music theory that I'm talking here. But uh, yeah, you know, up, ups and downs of notes. Yeah. I was. I needed an up, and then I, and then I needed a down, and and uh, there you have it. Very nice. I wonder if we'll ever do another Break Bread album. I don't think so. It'd be fun. Yeah, it would be. I'm sure everybody would be would be um, would be down. You just have to make it happen. I guess so. Executive produce it. Right. And produce it. And right. you know, right. all the all the other stuff. As well, well, you listen to that one. It's pretty patchwork as far as it's probably recorded in eight different bedrooms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, yeah. Uh, the vocals. You know, I don't know where we recorded Joe, but it was not the right place. Right. Good but songs it, on that. Good songs on that EP, though. Yeah. I also really like. Uh, I also really. Ain't no other MC was a great song to perform live when we all got together. And, oh yeah. And uh, and uh, it was obviously really hype, and and I had fun doing my little. And also, I had fun doing my. I like. I mean, even though it's not a scratch sentence, I like the fact that everybody you know finished their oh, verse yeah. with with a with a with an opening for me to add that final line in and that, yeah that was the scratch great. and and uh, and of course all the little uh, introductions that i got to do and things like that that was a that was a fun record to do yeah 
Um, all right, we're get, well, it's been really fun hanging out. We're going to do one more song. And um, we got to plug this song because this is uh, an old song from you, but it's uh, been recently released on a 45. And a lot of mm. people have ordered it. A lot of our friends and a lot of our fans have ordered already, but there's still a few left. Um, let's play it and then talk about it. This song is by Farm Fresh, but it's DJ Honeycut Center Stage. And the song is called Betamax. Me and my girl watching Betamax. I got one hand on the remote and the other down her slack. No lie, kid, I ain't faking jacks. Just sit back, relax, and eat the stacks. Looking at my beta, it's about that time So I warm up the machine by hitting rewind I sit and remind myself of the time When Betamax tapes were easy to find You see my beta's kinda old, in fact when it was sold To my moms and my pops, I was ten years old Bold were they in the decision to choose The beta in the battle would eventually lose To the VHS, but yo I must contest Betamax is in my house and it rocks the best Betamax is in my house and it rocks the best Betamax is in my house and it rocks Check it out. Me and my girl watching Betamax. I got one hand on the remote and the other down her slacks. No lie, kid, I ain't faking jacks. Just sit back, relax, and peep my stacks. I met this girl on the app. She just happened to have an evening to kill. So yo, I made like dab and kicked the program. I said, no, ma'am, I ain't busy. But that guy that you was with, I asked, yo, who is he or where is he? Cause we be jetty in a set to 808 where 750s are in full effect Mode to my abode, a stop is where we made a Take it to the crib, turn on the beta Yeah, fuck the crossfader, I'll hit the play button With hopes to get this girl past first base like just us First selection, the choice is hers to decide Slide the tape in the hands dementia five Did I mention that I got more than a few Betamax tapes filled with dope kung fu Maybe for you, I play my droopy dog collection Maybe over some cartoons we can make a connection Next selection, the choice is mine, I suppose So in goes the tape of old rap videos My beta's mad old, but it's better than gold When it comes to getting girls back to my fold Me and my girl watching Betamax I got one hand on the remote and the other down her slacks No lie, kid, I ain't faking jacks Just sit back, relax, and peep my stacks me and my girl watching Beta Max. I got one hand on the remote and the other down her slacks. No lie, kid, I ain't faking jacks. Just sit back, relax, and peep my stacks. Beta Max. My response song to uh, Different Shades of Black's VHS. His response in more than one way. It was like, yo, we gotta get the Beta Max some shine. You know, it was me. It was me sort of parodying their 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 um, their sex rhymes, but at the same time, I was like, you know, <laughs> gotta give gotta give dap to the to the Betamax. Absolutely, so, yeah. So yeah. for those who don't know, there's a song called VHS, and it was on the Different Shades of Black tape, Next School Pioneers, which came out in uh, 1995, and uh, I think we recorded it maybe late. Yeah, in 1995. I think it came out that year. And then uh, shortly thereafter, messing around with some beats. And that was going to, I think that was originally going to be a, you know, more just a regular Farm Fresh beat. And then you wrote the song. And it was, uh, it was a yeah. classic. Yeah, it was a live, a live staple for a while. I mean, I mean, I didn't have another song. I mean, I didn't have another song until nearly 10 years later or eight years later when we did 
X girl on uh, on time is running out. Um, so yeah, whenever I would come out from behind the turntables and rap, it was that it was that one song, and uh, people people dug it, and it was me sort of. Uh, I mean, you think about it, it was written in, I guess it was written in 96, and I was like, you know, I referenced Fake and Jacks, which is, of course, you know, I learned that term from I and the I and I song, Fake and Jacks, and right. that was probably around that time, and then, and then even me saying, check it out, is, I think, a direct reference to uh, I Just Want to Chill by mm. Large Professor. Yeah. Um, um, so like it's obviously me me sort of like uh, referencing my favorite rap songs at the time, but um, but yeah, it was just me sort of like I don't know even X Girl like these I sort of they're they're the, my two rap songs are these sort of like parodies of, of you know the the LL Cool J sort of like Casanova rap song where it's yeah. like yeah let's sw- swing it up in my Jeep you know like uh, sort of um, sort of look, uh, Casanova rap song where I'm just like hey let's watch cartoons and go to the <laughs> fair you know like I'm I'm being the sort of like sort of sweet version of the of the you know, I'm still putting my hand on their slacks, but I mean, the very fact that I'm calling them slacks uh, not <laughs> is sort of uh, uh, disarming in a way, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. So, um, uh, but uh, yeah, I was always about these. These um, uh, my, my, my rap songs were, were sort of parodies of the, of the more of the sex rhyme genre of of, of hip hop, I suppose. And so that's that's what we released this past December, because um, for those of you who may or may not know, I think you might have mentioned it in your in your in your solo podcast, Roddy, is that uh, Peanuts and Corn was born on my twenty fifth or on my twentieth birthday. Yeah, the first the first tape that Farm Fresh Zero uh, Farm Fresh BCP Peanuts and Corn Zero Zero One was released on my 20th birthday so on my 45th. 45th birthday which was the 25th anniversary we released a 45 in order of my 45th birthday and that is um the the, the my expo which you you know from 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 um, time is running out but then the previously unreleased betamax on so and it was the first piece of vinyl that the label's done in in quite some time yeah probably well i mean i think right around uh you know the last one was fall 2003 was maybe the last vinyl we did so it would have been fall 2003 so yeah 17 years um do you remember do you remember if in that awkward phase where we didn't know what we were doing when pat took off and we were doing like just you and me shows as kind of farm fresh and kind of not sure what we were did you do betamax with with me then like when we played Garbage Hill, for example, just I feel like me. the first time I feel like doing it with like was I feel I remember doing it at Garbage Hill. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that's the same Garbage Hill show that where Moodrow filmed their No Hooks yeah. video, and so that that was sort of in 90, 96. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. And it was just an obscure, like it was, it was really an inside joke. I mean, I mean, how many people 
would have made the connection that <laughs> this was a, 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 um, a response to a different Shades of Black song that was sort of like a bonus track on the, the EP and you know it was just a yeah. it was an it was an obscure reference to an obscure song like it was but uh, but to us it was it was funny and that was what, what counted I suppose yeah and and uh, and for those who are listening to haven't listened to like the Farm Fresh podcast that we did a couple of years ago um, for, for to celebrate our anniversary of, of getting started as Farm Fresh you did a lot of the writing of the early songs anyway so it wasn't like it was new for you to be writing rap songs yeah so it was certainly the first batch of songs that we ever wrote i, I, I if, if not writing them i mean i did write a lot of the stuff but i certainly um like compiled all these the, all the sort of napkins and and scraps of paper that that had featured couplets and four bars here and four bars there and sort of compiled them and fleshed them out and then sort of like delegated them to you and pip Mm-hmm. and said okay this is your verse and this is your verse but yeah I, I mean i've i had i had written written raps before for sure but but i think when we first started farm fresh it was it was deemed that i was going to be the dj because my voice was like a muppet voice and nobody wanted to hear hear me rap so i don't remember so, that uh, discussion well, maybe it was while we were still uh, with Chris Magicomo. Probably. Maybe that was when, <laughs> maybe that was when we decided. <laughs> um, oh, and then I have... I, what I meant to do to help promote the 7-inch uh, was I've got videotape of... Um, and literally tape of um, us recording. Uh, time is running out. I think I had a handy cam at the time and I was just recording little behind the scenes bits of um, us recording time is running out and so I've got you recording my ex-girl in my parents bedroom at the trailer in on and all Manitoba well, shit. So that gotta, sounds like some some solid gold material. It is. It's good, it's good stuff, and it's gonna go onto Instagram, and uh, we'll sell even more records. It's gonna be great. That's how you promote, kids. That's how you promote. This is this is not just a historical podcast. It's also a marketing uh, <laughs> a marketing instructional marketing podcast. That's right. Um, well, that's all the songs we got. It was sure fun hanging out with you. And talking about them, and we got to do some more soon. I had a great time. It was it was uh, funny, funny, and fun, funny, fun, fun, fun times. Thanks <laughs> for uh, thanks for having me on the podcast, and thanks to uh, Underground Sound for for hosting the podcast. And, and yeah, we want to wish uh, we want to wish a warm, happy twentieth anniversary to UGS Mag Underground Sound Magazine. They're celebrating their 20th anniversary of existence, which has been extremely beneficial to Peanuts and Corn over the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah no, no doubt. And he does it not because he's making uh, anything like we are. We're not making anything. They're not making anything. It's because they love the music and the culture. And um, so it's just a, it's just coming from a good place. And so we want to give him a shout, a big time uh, heartfelt yeah, and love filled love, shout for out. sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Love, love David. Love the love the magazine. Love Absolutely. The internet. Yeah. So thank you everyone for listening to Peanuts and Corn, and um, thank you DJ Honeycut for joining me. Mon plaisir. 
Thanks, Fred, for my pleasure. Very good. All right. Thanks, everybody, and have a good night.